Hello, I'm Paul Cornell, and you're listening to Podcastica. Welcome to Night of the Living Geeks. If you geek out over it, we've got a podcast for it. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 111 of Podcastica, a Doctor Who review podcast here on notlg.com we are going to talk about day of the doctor and we're also actually going to talk about night of the doctor as well my name is john and joining me this week as he does every week is my good friend who travels through time and space with me taylor hello hey hi there what's going on oh my god racing toward christmas yeah we are um we're we're literally one week out. Yeah, just a week away. I'm Goodness. happy to say all my shopping is done. I'm sad to say mine is not done. Oh. I've shopped for one person. I'll give you a guess about who that is. Oh, thanks. Uh, no, oh. Uh, oh, uh, no. <sighs> Taylor, I got some bad news. Um, it's okay. Just it's one okay. person, but Amazon.com is your friend. So <laughs> we. I'll get through it. I, I will... Persevere or whatever. I, I can't complain. You you randomly got me a plug. Uh, yeah. Oh, the microphone. So, yes. Don't worry about Christmas. Uh, love the microphone. Love the microphone. Yeah, it's racing toward Christmas and learning that my son has pretty serious dust allergies and. Ooh. Yeah. No fun. No, no fun at all. And and you don't really become that aware of dust until it becomes that kind of a problem and the level of cleaning you've got to do to kind of keep up on that kind of stuff. It's, yeah. it's impressive. Oh boy. I bet. Jeez. How are you? Uh, I'm doing quite well. Um, good. I just got back from Los Angeles hanging out with my girlfriend, Lauren. You guys may have heard her on this show before once or <laughs> twice. Um, my car battery died yesterday. Oh dear. Actually it died Two days ago, we jumped it yesterday, and as I was getting to leave, ready to leave at about 6.30, it did not start. So we jumped it, went over to OOO O'Reilly Auto Parts, nice. and they, I said, I need you to test my battery. And they said, well, it says here your battery is very bad. And I went, well, let's replace that. So... We replaced it, and I was on my merry way. I actually made it home without having to stop at all, which was wow. very good for me because I'm usually bad coming back that way. Uh, no stops. Uh, the other thing, uh, when you replace the battery in your car and you have a uh, GPS touchscreen system, they want you to put in a four-digit code. And oh, yeah. Guess who didn't have the four-digit code? Uh, you. It was me. So I'm still without my GPS slash radio. Is I, it like not in the manual or something? Well, here's the thing. You can go to a Honda website, enter your, is it v- VPN? Is that what it is? V- VIN. V-I-N. V-I-N. What's a VPN? Uh, virtual uh, um, something network. All right. So the, the virtual protected network. I don't know. I, that's probably what it is. The, v, the, the VIN and you can enter the serial number. And they give you the code. Well, I did that, okay. and the code didn't work. Oh God! So I don't, I don't know. I, I have to call Honda. Yep. And that's about all I can, I can do on that end. But other than oh, that, I'm doing pretty well. I just bought a new desktop, 
I'm excited to play video games on it, mainly Overwatch, the only game I play. I, that's, I just I don't think of computers for gaming. Oh, it's... I think um, of consoles for gaming. Let me tell you, it's, it's amazing. I mean, I have a PlayStation oh. 4, but I don't use it. <laughs> Which is just funny because I've got a PlayStation 4 and I totally use it. Oh. And I've got a relatively weak hand-me-down, hand-me-down laptop, and I probably wouldn't even trust it to play Tetris right now. Wow. Yeah. That and is... yet I'm recording on it, so... Well, there you go. What are you going to do? What What are you going to yep. do? Well, I know what we're going to do. We're, uh, we're going to talk what about... What are going to do, John? We're going to talk about Day of the Doctor, but before we do that, we got some Who News. We do. Uh, looks we like do. io9 has assembled a list of new who stories that never got made and oftentimes for the better i i actually yeah. haven't looked at this list um, do you want to hear some of them i've I got would it love open. to yes okay so um i want to say that some of they they pulled these yeah they pulled these out of um russell t davies and ben cook's book the writer's tale um and they were kind of talking about this around about the time of the re- release of Shada. Um, and so, so here's, here's one. And the ninth doctor and Rose almost had a very re- different relationship by the end of Dr. Who's first season in 2005. Um, a guy named Paul Abbott was going to write a story that takes place in ancient Pompeii and would have seen a newly arrived companion. Jack Harkness could discover the doctor had actually spent all of Rose's life manipulating her upbringing and, Altering time in an attempt to make her the perfect companion, which what creepy, very creepy. Um, yeah, so Abbott had to drop out of writing the episode uh, because he had to go do some work of his own, namely the show Shameless. Um, and in its place was Boomtown. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. Um, I won't read off all of them, but there will be a link to the show notes if you want to check this out. Um, Let's see. I there's one here about Mark Gatiss wanting to write a story about uh, Nazi soldiers invading the Natural History Museum in London during World War II. Oh, um, and that I don't know. The idea sounds pretty cool, um, but in its place was the Pandorica opens and the Big Bang. Okay. Um, um, there is a pretty. Ahead. I am looking here. There is a pretty topical one for us. At yes, the we moment. will get to that. Okay. All right. But. But one that I really would have loved to see is um, it would have been a special and it would have seen J.K. Rowling possessed by an alien creature bringing the magical creations from her brain to life with the doctor having to battle through Hogwarts wizards and other creations to save the world. That would have been amazing. That would have been epic. But then, I think J.K. should write that. Um, that would be amazing. Oh, uh, it would be so good. Like a comic book. Could you imagine that as a comic? A comic book or a big finish? Yes, either one. Yeah, I'd be totally down for that. But, but yes, um, that's true. There, the there, there would have been a possibly a fiftieth anniversary special without the Doctor. Yes, I'm reading this right now, and this is yeah. pretty ridiculous. Just a bit. Um, weeks before weeks before production was due to begin, Moffat drafted a fiftieth anniversary special that didn't star the Doctor at all. And instead, just featured then current companion Clara, and that probably wouldn't have been received very well. I would. Um, this someone has to ask him about this at Gallifrey One. Oh God! I would. I would be like, you got to tell me what this fiftieth anniversary one that you you just penned that had Clara in it. I need to know. 
Give me I a dare su- you. give me a summary. I dare you. I want to know. I mean, I feel like that's very interesting. I no, I absolutely agree, and and I would be very curious. I I I think one of us should do it. All right. Well, we'll see if I uh, get up the nerve to do it. <laughs> Please, I'm I'm just waiting for a you know seventh Doctor panel, and 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 I'm going to get up and just you know gush about the Doctor being basically my superhero and thanking <laughs> them. For, yeah, and I will be in tears just so there. So fine. Oh my goodness, yes. I. Uh, Everyone's just going to be crying that entire weekend. Um, oh, boy. That'll be fun. <laughs> yeah, yes. Uh, io9 has also created a list of the worst-dressed villains in Who history. Oh, this is a great list. This is a great list. Like I said, I'll have a link in the show notes. <laughs> I, I'm just, I'm just going to hit them by name. Um, and again, this was inspired by the release of Shada. So, of course, the first one on the list is the character of Skagra from <laughs> Shada. Um, who looks very, I don't know, foppish in this dazzling hat and, and cape. <laughs> he almost looks like, and I don't know the actor's name and it's going to kill me. He looks like a very young, oh man, he was an, he's an arrow villain. Oh, I couldn't tell you. I think it's Michael, it's da- the guy who plays Damien Dark. Okay. Um, just continue. I will. I'll All right. That. Um, next up, the Bannerman from Delta and the Bannerman. Of course. Which, I don't know, I, I kind of like them, but I think those those glasses are silly. Okay, I found, um, I found it, I'm sorry. Neil P. McDonald. No, Who? Neil McDonald? Mm, I don't recognize him, but okay. <laughs> Alright, somebody will know. He's somebody in, will know. He was in Justified, um, Cap- he was okay. one of, uh, oh my goodness, one of the Captain America's friends in the first Avengers. Or the first oh. yeah. Oh, okay. Yes, Neil McDonald. He kind of looks like him. Gotcha. All right. Gotcha. Um, let's see. Who else is on here? Oh, the Vardens from Invasion of Time. Yes. Um, oh, God. Vorg from Carnival of Monsters, which is, if you have never seen it, it's a classic Who episode. Um, think Rowan and Martin's Laugh-In meets Doctor Who. Oh, jeez. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, Tarin Capel from Robots of Death. Um, let's see. Monarch from Fort of Doomsday. He looks basically like a personified cactus. <laughs> for lack of a better term. Oh, man. Uh, Dr. Solo. L-O-W. Solo. Uh, from Warriors of the Deep, who is described as having lots of blue eyeshadow and a, uh, outfit designed by the folks at Dynasty. <laughs> the Movellans. Yes. Yes. Cyborgs with, uh, braided wigs. Okay. Works yeah, for me. Sure. Um, the Dominators from, strangely enough, The Dominators. Yes. Um, uh, shoulder pants to make a World of Warcraft character envious. Uh, <laughs> Helen A. from The Happiness Patrol. Yes, with her Definitely. weird dog thing. Uh, yeah. Good old Fifi. Um, uh, everybody's favorite, The Black Guardian. Yes. With his, with his dead bird hat. Oh my goodness! Good stuff. Good stuff all around. And and last but not least, one of our favorites, Shockeye, the yes. Quansing Grig. Definitely from the two doctors. Not the least. No. <laughs> oh my goodness! Like it's a great look. He fell down the stairs into that costume. Yes, that's how you can basically describe that. So that's great. Gr- great description. Uh, BBC America is. Showing. 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 (laughs) Sorry, guys. It just says showing. 
It's yeah, just, I, I clearly wasn't paying attention. It's all I was good. BBC America is showing a special farewell to Capaldi after the Christmas special this year. So if you're just sad and you just want to be sadder, go ahead yep. and watch that. Yep, I should probably check the DVR. I'll probably record it. I don't know that I'll watch it that night because, yes, I Woof. would like to have so many tears come yeah. out. Yeah, oh my goodness. Yeah. Uh, Paul Cornell, friend of the show. Indeed. Uh, not only has a new podcast that looks at Hammer Horror films, which you're going to have to explain that to me, but we'll get uh, that. Uh, 70s era, if I'm not mistaken, um, a British-based uh, brand of horror films. Oh, okay. Uh, he's also going to be writing the novelization of Twice Upon a Time. Yeah. That's great. I feel That's like awesome. when we talked to him, he didn't know what was up next for him for who and if there was going to be anything, right? Uh, pretty much, yeah. When we talked to him, he he basically was like, look, I finished up this uh, third Doctor comic with, with uh, I think it was Titan, and um, I'm taking a break from Doctor Who. I'm doing my own stuff for a while, and um, this in his blog, I, again, link in the show notes, uh, was a special thing. He's like, you know, look, they asked, and it's something special. So I said, yeah, of course, I'll do it. Cool. Yeah. Um, and also, uh, the Somewhere in the Skies podcast has a great interview with Paul about Saucer State and Saucer Country. Look at that. Yeah. Yeah. It's a UFO podcast that I enjoy listening to, and I was I was kind of surprised to suddenly see it pop up both uh, not only just <laughs> in my podcast feed, but, it, you know, up on Twitter, and they're talking about it. I was like, Holy smokes. This yeah. is great. Cool. Yes. Perfect. So I made sure to retweet that out to folks. So Taylor, we main event time, as they say. Yeah. Uh, we watched Day of the Doctor, and we also watched Night of the Doctor, but I don't really think we have any. Uh, we'll get to why we watched that in a second. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Day of the Doctor, starring Matt Smith as the Doctor, David Tennant as the Doctor, Sir John Hurt as the Doctor, Billy Piper as Rose slash... Bad Wolf slash The Moment slash yeah. That's About It. Uh, Jenna Coleman <laughs> as Clara. Gemma Redgrave as Kate Stewart. And Ingrid Oliver as Osgood. Plus a um, special guest stars, Tom Baker as the Doctor, as the curator, as the thing that made John cry again. Spoiler. Yes. Right. And Peter Capaldi as Eyes as the Doctor. Well, his, his eyes are the doctor. You know, yes. he's in the thing. Peter Capaldi's eyes. His eyes are the there. Doctor. His eyes and eyebrows are both there. Well, yes, and the eyebrows. It was written by Stephen Moffat and directed by Nick Hurin. Hurin? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that works. Yeah, It Hurin. first aired November 23rd, 2013. And it is the 50th anniversary special of Doctor Who. So there you go. That's it, everybody. That's our review. Um... <laughs> So Taylor, as always, we got some story notes. So take we do. It away. In, in fact, there's there are so many story notes and so many notes of interest uh, for the story because Moffat crammed as many references to classic Who and do it as, as he possibly could. I'm actually going to put a link uh, to TARDIS Wiki if you want to go diving down every last one of them. I got to a point where I'm like, I don't know what to put in and I don't know what not to put in. Oh, so. Wow. We'll let everyone else dive down the hole, but this is the seventh multi-doctor story in the series in the history of the show. Um, nice. The very opening, which I'm sure we'll talk about, uh, is designed to recreate the opening of the show's very first episode. No, um, 
And interestingly enough, as Clara leaves Coal Hill School, the time on the clock is 5.16 p.m., which was the broadcast time of the very first episode of An Unther- Unearthly Child. Oh, wow. Yeah. Cool. And yeah, it's a, frankly, there's two billion notes, apparently. <laughs> yes. There, there's so much. I mean, if, if, if you've never actually gone looking for all the little bits, definitely check out the link to, to TARDIS Wiki's uh, entry on Day of the Doctor and, and go tumbling down the hole that is <laughs> trivia. My gosh, so uh, much stuff. I, I bet. Uh, the other thing I want to add is uh, Nick Hearn has directed, let's see, The Girl Who Waited, The God Complex. I think that's one of our personal favorites, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Asylum of the Daleks, The Angels Take Manhattan, and the day of the doctor he's also directed some sherlock as well so you okay. know cool so, taylor you have a world famous synopsis for us and i believe this is do you have two or is it one what's happening you got, I, you I, got I, it I've you got one, one but it covers both oh perfect all right there you go all right well after eight finds himself at the end of his rope the sisterhood of Karn <laughs> steps in to lend a hand we got lots of new canon in the process Fast forward, one time war, and eight and a half is at the end of his rope. But the moment steps in, a la It's a Wonderful Life, and we get a multi-doctor story that's layered, nuanced, touching, and that really, really holds up well after almost five more years. Yeah, I'm I'm verklempt to move on. All right, so we will move on. So uh, I guess the first thing I want to say is, um, hopefully, I want to say hello to my sister, who is... Just finished this episode and also finished Matt Smith's last episode and just started in on Peter Capaldi. So this will remain very spoiler free because we don't have any spoilers in this 50th. That's why she hasn't listened. There you go. So she's on Capaldi. (laughs) I'm very happy. I asked her. uh, She's like, all right, I'm going to start time of the time of the doctor. Yes. Yes. And I (laughs) and. I asked her two days later, how are you doing? And she's like, not good. (laughs) And I said, oh, but uh, she she's um, she's she's almost current. So um, hello, sister. Hi there. So I guess what I want to stay state first is in the previous episode before Night of the Doctor, which was the finale of what season was that season Seven? I think so. Nope. Yeah. No, it's six. It's six. Okay. Oh, wait. No. (laughs) Is it? Hold on. Oh, boy. Good heavens. We run a Doctor Who podcast. It was series seven. Yes. (laughs) Here's our tight ship. It's leaking. (laughs) So we find out in the name of the Doctor, you know, we're trying to figure out this whole big what's going on with clara who is she what's going on and in the process the doctor goes to pull her out of the timeline and or i can't it's a time board you know wibbly wobbly yeah pulls her out and he hears someone and he's like huh you i don't like the sound of that and then he's like hey i'm you and he's like no you're not bye and leaves and we find out that uh there is there is another, as the face of Bo once said, but not the other we were thinking of in the first place. There is a secret doctor. Um, do you remember watching Name of the Doctor and then hearing who he was and where he was placed in the timeline? Yeah. I lost my mind. 
Oh, completely. I went, this is very clever. It's very good because when we started the new series, the new Who, we knew there was a time war. We knew that there was nobody left. Yeah. But we didn't know how it happened. We didn't know how not eight regenerated into nine. And the fact of the matter is he didn't. Um, yeah. <laughs> there is. I, I, go ahead. I sorry. quite seriously remember, you know, 2005 actually still being on. Um, what was it like the out, the outpost Gallifrey forums? Um, and uh, or Gallifrey braids? I I can't remember if they're the same ones or not. And and people just flipping out and just speculating like crazy what the time war could have been or could have been like. And I mean, it was pages on pages on pages of thread. Oh yeah, I bet. <clears throat> it's just a very. It was just a very, it was something we never thought we would ever get to see. Exactly. And, or hear about. And yeah, just a very good bit of storytelling, I thought, to include a doctor that all the other doctors afterwards were ashamed of and did not want to be, and even he was ashamed with himself, but he knew Mm -hmm. what he had to do or he thought he had to do. So, um, we then get a I remember one day we're just told, hey, we're going to get a, a little mini episode before Day of the Doctor. It's called Night of the Doctor. Uh, here it is. And I remember I lost my mind. Yeah, I was so impressed with it. It is the perfect. Is it like <clears throat> six and a half minutes? It's probably yeah, six and a half, seven minutes, something like that. It is absolutely perfect. Uh, basically, we. We open in a ship that is crashing, Mm -hmm. and this woman's like, I don't need a doctor. I need somebody to help me, and we hear a voice, and then we see Paul McCann, and he's like, oh, I'm probably not the doctor you're expecting, and I I remember I I watched it at work, and I watched it like six times. I was like, this is amazing. This is so good, and I mean... I don't even know how to tackle this six minutes because it was just, it was very important for a different number of reasons. I believe um, one person we both um, go to for, for like who reviews uh, Paul, is it Verhoeven? Verhoeven. Verhoeven. We go, we go to him. We really like him. And he would talk about how important this was and Mm -hmm. how they just nailed it. And it, it, you know, it was good to see McGann, but it was also important because of the, tie-in we get a couple of canon i mean mm-hmm. I, I feel like um <clears throat> basically now all of the who doctor who eight doctor adventures the, uh, from big finish that's all canon now yeah which is yeah, great and, yeah and just if you look at just this you know six and a half seven minute piece it is it is so perfectly crafted like it is it is lean it is mean all the fats trimmed off you know, you get a story, it's encapsulated, and and you get this really big, important reveal, and you get all this fantastic information and canon and humor. Yeah. Because, you know, the front crashes first, think it through. Oh, my goodness. I, I do, now granted, my one super uber minor tiny nitpick is trying to figure out how that ship is trailing smoke in space. But <laughs> be that as it may, um, I do think Fair. Push Button Deadlock is going to be the name of my next band. 
Ah, uh, yes, because um, this woman knows of the Doctor and wants none of his help. She knows about... Well, those are the Time Lords. Time, time Lords and the Time War. Yes. And she says, I can't tell the difference between a Time Lord and a Dalek, which is just like, mm-hmm. ooh, all right, calm down. <laughs> and, man, just, just very... Like, he crashes in with her because he's yes. like... I'm not leaving, and she's like, "Well, I guess you're gonna die too." Finally, great. I'm gonna kill. You're gonna die with me. Um, and they both crash, and he apparently dies to the point of not being able to regenerate, which mm-hmm. strange. Yeah, must have been a pretty good crash. I guess so. And <laughs> um, we find him. He finds himself on Karn, as you said. Karn. The way you say it, and just I. <laughs> Reminds me of some how Tom Servo would say con. Nice. Oh, that is a huge compliment. Thank you. Because I grew up watching, you know, the old Star Trek films yes. and loving Mystery Science Theater 3000. So that means a lot to me. You're welcome. <laughs> so um, the Sisterhood says, hey, we revived you. You got like four minutes. So wrap it up, dude. Um, <laughs> and he he's just kind of fed up. Mm hmm. And they're like, hey, you gotta, you can end all this. And they're like, we made some soup for you. <laughs> yeah, oh, which is, right. which is even funnier because now, um, what, what, what's the whole cup of soup? It's like a cup of soup. Yes. Uh, wow. That's great. Here's some, here's some ramen noodles of regeneration. Yes. And it's like he can pick anything he wants to be, man or woman, which, yeah. There's our gender canon. There you go. Uh, let's see. Uh, a kind. I don't know what all the other things are. There's a bunch of... It's like he was drinking the insides of a mood ring, apparently. <laughs> ah, um, and he said, hey, you got to make me a warrior. I got to do this. You know, this thing. So they're like, all right. And he's like, everybody leave. Yes. I must drink my soup in silence. <laughs> oh, and he asks, will it hurt? And I'm just like, okay. Will it John hurt. Oh, jeez. Womp, womp. Did you put did you put your your pinky up to your mouth? Well, I, I will John now. hurt. <laughs> <laughs> and he names all of his you know the companions from his past and the big Finnish audio all good stuff. Drinks that soup and and then also in in turn he gets a regeneration scene. Yes, which means everybody has had a regeneration scene now. Yes. Hooray. Which is uh, great. Yes. Which is perfect. And I forgot he was like young John Hurt in the reflection. Mm-hmm. I forgot about that. But yeah, so that's our little uh our little six and a half minutes of how we got to where we are when we start on Day of the Doctor. Um you're right, held up a lot. I think um you said uh, what did you say? It's a wonderful life. And I was mm-hmm. getting that like hardcore. I was like, yup. <laughs> Pretty much. And uh, But the other thing was that it was almost like a Christmas carol. It's like, here are the men that you become. And I was like, oh, yeah. It was like that too. That's um, absolutely right. You boy, what day is it? Why, today, sir, it's the last day of the time war. Um, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like, there was a lot of. As you said, there's so many references beyond it's, beyond belief. Yeah. Um, I don't even know where uh, the, the the opening was insane with Matt Smith hanging off of the TARDIS. Well, let's let's back up even just a step before that. You know, with with Clara leaving school, and she just doesn't strike me as much of a biker. Really, 
it, it just, I don't know. See, I remember seeing this the first time, and I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah, sure, sure, sure. And then it's like I saw it again, and I'm like, you know, she just, no, she doesn't strike me as like, yeah, I'm going to tool around in my Triumph and, you know, ride my cafe racer or whatever. I like, I mean, it, it's not like it gave me a bad taste in my mouth or anything. It was just like looking back, I'm like, yeah, like this was a phase. Like she went through a phase. I'm going to try riding a motorbike for a while. I'm like, no, nah, I'm happy you're driving a Mini or whatever. Yeah, she never, uh, I don't think, she, I think that was just purely a Clara 11 bit. Yeah. No motorcycle riding with 12. No. That would Sold it on Craigslist or something I guess like that, so. I guess. I guess so. <laughs> uh, the old school opening was great. I remember when yes. I first watched it and I went, oh no, did I <laughs> did I um, legally download something else? <laughs> did I accidentally tune into the uh, 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 time and space that the, the, the yes. TV movie thing we were just watching? And uh, it, I loved the uh, fade to color. I thought that was mm-hmm. amazing. It was a very fun um this is our introdu- introduction to uh, to Oswin, yes? To Osgood. To, to Osgood, I'm sorry. To Osgood? Is Isn't it really? It? I feel like it is. You know, you might be right, but I, can I just say Osgood heart emoji? Osgood, yes. I Very love good. I loved the um, inhaler <laughs> bit. I thought that was great. Yes. Just like every time. And it was good because the payoff of it um, later in, in the, I guess this is a movie. Later in the later in sure. the in the extended episode uh, was very good. I enjoyed that payoff, and I actually forgot about that. And then it's like, oh yeah, now that I get it, now it all well, makes sense, right? And while we're on the subject of the inhaler, because when um, when the Zygons reveal themselves and are are basically. Uh, like yes. chasing down Osgood and like the guy she's working with. Yes. And, and Osgood's cornered and she's freaking out and, and her Zygon doppelganger basically like rattles off this thing about her having a sister who is either like more attractive or more popular or something. And I just went, wait, wait, I don't remember this. And like Osgood has a sister. Yeah. I don't recall that either, but I mean, apparently so. I, okay. Can can we get her on the show? Are they twins? <laughs> can we get Ingrid Oliver back on Doctor Who? That's really kind of all I want right now. Oh, man. Are are they? Are they twins? I don't think so. Uh, because uh, I believe... Because that would be really confusing with a Zygon in the mix, <laughs> yes, right? Yes, it would. Very confusing. <laughs> so the, the Doctor is called to... Who is he? He's called by Elizabeth I, basically. Uh, yes, by way of unit. Yes, to uh, check out this painting, and it is the, uh, the fall, is it the fall of the second city, Arcadia, I believe? Yes. Yes. And, you know, it's a 3D, I I also love, oh, it's a 3D painting, coincidentally. It's like one of those folders I had in junior high school, if you stare at it long enough, you know, you see Gallifrey. (laughs) Yes, and coincidentally, uh, this movie was, I be, or I think it was released in th- in theaters in 3D. I believe there was a 3D version of this. Nice. I'm very sure that 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 was the thing. That, so it was like, oh yes, it was shown. It was shown in 3D in some cinemas. So oh, that's awesome. You know, they're like, oh, look at this 3D thing of uh, the, the, the destruction of a uh, an entire race. Um, Whoa. Yeah. So yeah. 
we we go into the painting. So and we're seeing the time war. We're seeing it for the first time ever. And I didn't know that the doctor, when he shoots a gun and he writes with a gun, that he um, essentially uses Comic Sans. Yeah, yeah. If I've got to nitpick something in this episode, if if I need to nitpick anything in real life, it's the use of Comic Sans. <laughs> it did look like Comic Sans, right? It 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 did kind of actually. Comic Sans belongs to teachers. Was this? That's about it. Was this? Um... I wonder whose call that was to use it. Is that the director's call? Was that Nick Hearn's way of saying, don't use Comic Sans, like no more Comic Sans? Yes, and I agree with that. No more Comic Sans. No more. Speaking of writing, did I, I can't believe I'm admitting this. Did you know I tried actually writing a Time War fanfic once? Oh, really? It, it literally made it about one page, and I just I, <laughs> you were like, I ah, knew, I, there was it. nothing I could speculate on of like how it would actually happen. I'm like, yeah, forget this. It was very Star Wars ish. It was, and I w- and I thought to myself, I didn't know the Time Lords had so much firepower. Yeah, apparently, they do. We're so used to. I think we're so used to because all we really, really have of seeing the time lords is in classic who and yeah. it's it's courtroom scenes and it's you know uh you know high councils and stuff it's it's not battalions it's not you know jet fighters or space fighters or fighters of some kind yeah i mean apparently they do yeah i guess so it was it, <laughs> i i was very confused just by <laughs> um i i don't even know I think John. I think John Hurt is just. I just have a note that says John Hurt is perfect for the War Doctor. I think. I think they I did a very good job on casting him. I absolutely agree. And and you know what? I this episode itself is so. Um, it jumps around in time and then it ties itself all together. Yes, uh, which which makes it a little tough to talk about it in a linear sense. Um, but. I, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm just going to say it right now. Rewatching this episode last Friday, I got such this emotional swell of, of why I love this show and, and why it's been such a big part of my life for more than 30 years. Um, that I, I just, I got, I got all excited. You know, I got all excited for, for, for Gallifrey One coming up. Yeah. I got all excited for next week. Um, and, and I would almost venture, and I'm saying this from a subjective emotional standpoint, that this might be one of the most perfect episodes, one of the most perfect stories in Doctor Who. Wow. I'm saying that I'm, like I said, I'm saying that from an emotional subjective standpoint. All right. I, I haven't obviously watched every single episode ever right. to compare it to, but <clears throat> the... The emotion that this story elicits in me when I saw it the first time, when I rewatched it for the first time after five whole years, it's like it rejuvenated my enthusiasm for Doctor Who. Well, that's great. Also, I want right? to I want to I want to add this is the first time you've watched it since it aired. Um, well, I might have. You know, what? I take that back because. Oh. When, I'm sorry, no, I 
because when we got Amber and Kobe watching Doctor Who, we started with the Matt Smith years. Ah, uh, yes. And we made it through all the Matt Smith years. So I did watch this once. I'm sorry. It's the second time. So wait. Second time in five years. Is, oh, so this is the. So you watched it when it came out, then you mm-hmm. watched it again, and then you watched it for this. Yes. Okay. That's correct. Because I was going to say, I was like, oh, I haven't watched it since it first aired either. This was well, my first, my first, or my second viewing of it. Seeing as how I clearly forgot <laughs> the 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 second most previous rewatch up until just now, it, it effectively was yeah, like effective, it, yes. You know. Um, oh man, you're right. I I mean, this it was just so fun. It was great. Um, I just think every little detail of it, it, it was it's just meant to be fun, and it it, it is it. That's what Doctor Who, for the most part, besides being you know very emotional, and sad, uh, it's supposed to be fun. And this was just overall just very fun, and you know there were some heavy points to it, but it was great. Mm-hmm. We get this. Um, oh, you know what I really liked? I love the High Council War Board. I oh, love yeah, that the was graphics cool effect, in that. Yes, I. I mean, all the graphics were pretty top notch in this. Um, I mean, if I could just think of a couple off the top of my head, we have, um, I even really liked the, what did they call it? I'm just going to call it a time funnel. It was the thing that would appear in the sky. I believe it had oh, an yes. actual name, but I, yeah. even, even down to that, that looked cool. Um, the, I guess, spoiler alert when, um, uh, left, not left bridge when, Stu- when Kate Stewart turns into the Zygon. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness! That was uh, yeah. there was some great stuff in that shape shifting. It was great. Yeah, um, yeah. Just all all of the all of the special effects were were fun. Oh yeah, like I mean, even in the um, you know, even in the painting when you yes. you've got uh, uh, Daleks in the middle of exploding, but they're three D and you're kind of rotating around it. I'm just like, that's just yeah. That was a lot of fun Whoa. too. <clears throat> that was a lot of fun as well. Um, I. <laughs> Um, so the doctor steals the moment, which is a galaxy eater. And mm-hmm. they, I guess, what did they say? The, uh, the lore says that it has become sentient and, you know, all that good stuff. And, yeah, uh, developed a conscious. Yes. And turns out it has, um, and it shows itself to the war doctor in the form of Rose, mm-hmm. uh, which was very fun. It was fun because, I mean, it's the... It's the actress who plays Rose, but clearly she is not Rose, right? I, which I I think is fine. I mean, I get oh, I, totally. I think at first I was like, oh, so it's not really Rose. That's strange. But at the same time, it's like, well, we can't do that. Yeah, I mean, in, in a way, it's it's kind of a I don't know caricature. Yes, of Rose. A, yes, sort of. Um, but and and the best part is when. She's like dancing around him, like no more, no more. You know, doing this like <laughs> doing this like pouty wiggle dance. I don't even know yes. what to call it, but that was just hilarious. That I was very that. good. I enjoyed that thoroughly. <clears throat> and he feels like he's lost the right to be the doctor when he's talking to. I get the, she's the interface. I guess I don't know. Yeah. And uh, she says, "Your punishment is to live if you kill all of them. That's your punishment." Mm-hmm. It's like oh. Okay. Uh we you know, we're we're all over the place. We're back with Smith and he sees this painting with Elizabeth the First the and David Tennant. Yes. And da- we we cut to David Tennant, the tenth doctor, uh exiting the TARDIS on a horse, I believe. Mm-hmm. And um 
Ugh. Oh, Tenet. I know. I remember watching this the first time and being like, yeah, this is going to be awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm enjoying this thoroughly. And he, I mean, he ends up marrying Elizabeth I, but his the reason why he proposes to her is because he thinks she's a Zygon. <laughs> yeah. But it was the horse. It was the horse all the time. Whoops. Uh, I loved when he monologued at the rabbit. Oh, God, yes, and it ends with, like, and you are basically just a rabbit. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We get a lot of gags with the Fez, Mm -hmm. which is great, and I love Clara's, like, can you just walk, can you just once walk past a Fez? I just love that, because, you know, it's just, like, that's all he wants is just Fezes. Yeah. And I just have a, oh, go ahead. No, go ahead, go ahead. I just have a note that says, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, and then when Tenet and Smith. Yes. Which okay, is... Be- before, before we that. dive into how well they play off each other. Yes. This is this is also the point where I kind of love how items like the Fez, um, you know, we, we kind of see it, you know, thrown through time out of order, and then it kind of ties itself back together, or when they're, they're back um, with the painting and the one guy walks, answering the phone and then like later in the episode we see the other Uh, end of that yes played out i love stories that do that that show us a little thing and you're like huh i wonder what that is and you get distracted by a story and then it comes back and it's like oh oh that's what it was he's doing this from okay cool you know and you see time crossing itself like that that was very cool and i actually forgot about that yeah i remember and then i went oh that yes that's what happened Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Cause it was like, how did it get in? Because you see it there, like yes. they show it in. They show it in the uh, what is it? The black? What is it called? The black? Uh, the black vault. Yeah, you see it in the black vault, and they don't tell you why it's there. And you're like, why is it there? Mm-hmm. I don't understand. Is there two of them? Is there? I don't. I don't know. Is this a different angle? <laughs> um, the black vault was also a lot of fun. Uh, I mean, we'll 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 get to that. We need to talk yes. about Tenet and Smith interacting. Yes. Um, the glasses is just such a, I, I have such a joy. <laughs> there is. The glasses, the sonic comparing. Yes. Um, the glasses part's my favorite, though. Yes. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, it's, it's so good. It's so good. It's just delightful. And then we are joined by the the war doctor. And mm-hmm. man, Tennant and Smith are not happy to see him. <laughs> They're like, what are you doing here? And he's like, oh, you guys are me. And he's just like insulting them. And it's great. Completely. Midlife crisis, he says. Yes. Um, which is very funny. Well, and, and, and at the same time, it, it does now make it very stark that, you know, um, post-war doctor, like the, these regenerations are, are taking on a, I want to escape Yes. These feelings or, or this guilt kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, and, and it is very telling in that scene when they're all captured and they're all kind of up in the tower, kind of talking all that out is really, uh, really kind of powerful. Yes, definitely. And yeah, there's, there's so much to the story. Like we're all over them. Oh. It's very hard to you're <clears throat> write it. It's very hard to just talk about it in a, I, I don't even know. <laughs> In a straightforward fashion? Yeah. 
Because I, I will, I will say this. I will say this with with all deference and love to Hartnell, Trouton, and Pertwee. I think I like the interaction of these three doctors better. Oh, I one hundred percent agree. Yes, I mean, I, don't get me wrong. I loved watching the 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 three doctors, but watching these three interact and play off each other, um, and and the little jabs and the little gags and the you know. Uh, sand shoes and grandpa and uh, 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 I think mocking Matt Smith's chin or something yes. like that. Yes. Just, you know, all around. And the I loved the scene with the three of them in the jail or yes. the tower, which and I love that when uh, Matt Smith hears where they're going, he's like, oh, yeah, you should take us all there. And he's just writing the the message for the codes for the vortex manipulator. And we get a mention of captain Jack, which I guess is going to have to be good enough for us. I suppose probably forever. Anyway, uh, one can dream. Yes. So we end up, we're in the black vault and I love the, that we wipe the minds of everyone when they leave every time. Yes. And he's like, first day here. And she's like, it's his 10th year here. (laughs) And I'm like, Oh my God. Like, how does that, you think about that and like, how does that work? I didn't really question it outside of work, but you can't imagine this guy's got a a family that he comes home to for the first time every single night. No, like, you You know, you don't, you don't think that's, I want, I don't know. Like, how do they live? How I I just, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm just reading too much into the, (laughs) he's actually been here for 10 years, but he only has memory of the first day. Yeah. It's like fuck. It's when you actually put thought to it, it's kinda heavy. Yeah, it's like, oh my goodness, what is uh what is going on? Yeah. Don't like it. I you know, it's it's funny talking about the scene um where they're where the, the three doctors are all uh uh imprisoned together. I never really thought of the sonic screwdriver as something that runs software. I never really did either. I mean, when you think about it, and you know, it analyzes stuff, it translates stuff, whatever. It it makes sense that it runs software. It just never occurred to me that, oh yeah, there's probably code in there. You know what? I I and I agree. Yes, there is. There is definitely. Um, what did they say? Same software, different face. Mm-hmm. Which is you know very funny for both the sonic screwdriver and the doctor. Yes, but also a really clever trick in order to. Even though it doesn't ultimately pan out, you know, <laughs> work out this problem. It's like, oh, wait a second. <laughs> I'm, you know, 400 years ahead of you. This thing's been working on it for 400 yeah. years. Hey, wait a second. I've got the answers right here. Yes. And then uh, the door is just unlocked. Yes. Um, Classic. Because uh, Cl- Clara ends up getting the vortex manipulator codes. Um, she goes to the point in time where we need to go. Uh, the Zygons have taken over everything. Yep. Um, yeah, I loved that bit. I thought that was very, like, it's like, oh, man, oh, they all put it together. And I love when they all, I love that the war doctor does the bit that the newer doctors do, where it's like, oh, I'm so dumb. How did I not remember this? Yes. Mm-hmm. And just you can see the wheels turning, and it's just very, very cool. Um and I think we find out around around this time that uh, the Zygon planet is actually was destroyed on the first day of the time war. Yeah. Which is like, oh, well, then <laughs> we're just a uh, bear. Yeah. It's like, well, 
Sorry, Zygons. Yeah. So they're looking for a new planet, and we find out that the the paintings aren't paintings as much as they are stasis cubes, I believe. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Which is very interesting. So it mm-hmm. freezes them in a moment in time, and then you can, I guess they can just be released uh, whenever. I, I think they were waiting for something about Earth to be more ready. Yes. For their biology or something. Yes, our reality television. That's probably what yes. they were waiting for. That's what they were waiting for. Of course. They were, wait- yeah, they were waiting for Brexit. Yes. Oh, I know. Oh, man. Oof. Oh, boy. Um, we get a, a short little marriage between Ten and Elizabeth, and apparently the only person who is happy about it is uh, Clara. Yes. Oh, I also... <laughs> there was... Um, a moment with, between uh, 10, 11, and the War Doctor where Tenet um, tells both of the Elizabeths to go separate ways and they both, like, make out with him. Yes. And I believe the War Doctor says, um, what does he say? He says, like, does this happen, does this happen does... often now? And yes, he's like, yes. oh, you have no idea. <laughs> or something like that. It was pretty funny. Complete, you know, jab at 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 you know, classic who fans who were like, "This can't happen on my show." Yeah. <laughs> I loved it. Loved it. Uh, I believe we take. Do we take the? Oh no, I have old Tardis con- uh, console, but I'm. I believe I'm talking about tenets. So it's like, oh, we're in the we're in tenets, and then it, it starts malfunctioning because they're all yeah, they're all inside, and we get the round things. Yes, and they're going to go, oh, the round things. I love the round things. What were they? What were they? Oh, the round things. Loved it. And and I think at some point they I think they come across like real Kate Stewart and, and whatever sort of like floppy Zygon gel is on her. Oh, I just made yes. me think it was something very third doctor. Yes. It's like it was supposed to be really kind of menacing and it's like, oh no, they're trapped and they've got this stuff on them. And it's like, Oh, no, it's actually just kind of floppy stuff. It just kind of feels right on. Yes. Ugh. It just had this classic Who kind of cheapness to it, which I <laughs> say that affectionately. <laughs> yes. Yes, definitely. And we're, I, we're all back in the – we're kind of in the painting, and we do mm-hmm. the – we uh, our three doctors do the Care Bear stare to that Dalek. Um, I, we, this, is, this is the point in my notes where it's all caps, no spaces <laughs> – and it is the F yeah, hell yes moment as they all emerge from the TARDIS. And I'm just, uh, yeah. you know, overwhelmed with awesomeness. Good stuff. And this is where we get all three of the doctors telling uh, our Zygons and our ni- non-Zygons that they're going to work this out. Because we, mm-hmm. we've already destroyed a civilization. Y'all aren't going to do it too. So this is basically where the Zygon invasion, Zygon inversion to I believe I believe Moffat always told us those were sequels to this, as I recall, yeah. And we get the everyone will not know who is who, mm-hmm. and we uh, they they both stop the countdown at the same time. And I love uh, Oz the little moment between the Osgoods, which we talked about earlier, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. where the one of them hands the other one the inhaler, and now they both know who is who. Yeah, but they're like. No, let's see how this plays out. And they're like, oh, all right. So, and then those are the two Osgoods. Exactly. Which is just like, oh, cool. 
that's a it's <laughs> just a fun little a little moment um I love the moment between Clara and the war doctor where she kind of puts it together that he he hasn't done anything yet. Yeah. And he's like, how can you tell? And she's like, I can see it in your eyes because you're still a little do-gooder. You haven't mm-hmm. mur- you haven't murdered your people and a whole bunch of others. Uh, <laughs> and he's like, well, I've seen all I've seen. And he just leaves. And yeah. I love the big red button. Mm-hmm. That's great. And... Yep. um. I love the who should who shows up? No, no, no. Is it just the speech that uh, Rose gives to him about the sound of the TARDIS? Yes, which is a great, oh, great, great lines. Yeah, and and it's so true. I mean, I and I even say that just as a viewer. Yes, you know, you you're watching an episode, you get kind of really caught up in an episode, and you hear that sound, and you have that feeling. You're like, yes, mm-hmm. Everyone's about to be saved. Yeah. Um, and we get, you know, Tenet, Tenet and Smith come out. Tenet's got the jacket on. It's just good stuff. And I love this. Uh, this is one of my favorite Matt Smith uh, costumes, what he's wearing in this one. Uh, this was like tail, mm-hmm. end of, tail end of his time. Yeah. I love, I don't know what it was. I just absolutely loved it. Um, <laughs> and uh, what great men are forged in fire. Yes. And I love that they're just like, I think, is it Matt Smith? He's just like, we change history all the time. And this is where they're all kind of like, oh, we're so dumb. We could, we, how did we not know this? Oh, we're so, <laughs> so stupid. And I love when, <laughs> when the war doctor says, bad wolf girl, I could kiss you and tend its face. Yes. Is, <laughs> is just like, what? And it, like, it takes him a minute. Mm-hmm. And we're gonna save the day. We're gonna save Gallifrey. We're gonna put it in a stasis cube slash painting, and everyone will still, you know, they they'll be stuck, but there will be hope. I believe is what we're we're told. Exactly. And uh, the scene where it's just all of them, and they're all spinning around their Tardises. Well, it's just so good. And then they're like, yeah. "It's all twelve of them." And then someone's like, "No, sir." Oh, 13. That's still like the best. And you just see, because it's like you see uh, Capaldi's hand pull the lever. And yep. it's like, oh, man, that's that's his legit TARDIS. It's great. Yep. And then you see those eyebrows and those eyes and you're like, yeah. It And it's still, I mean, like literally my, my notes are completely useless at the end of the story <laughs> because I've got like, I am so close to tears. This is really so effing brilliant. And then for that part. Literally all caps, underlined, exclamation point, giddy. Yep. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> and we save get we save Gallifrey. We're all hanging out and we everyone's saying their goodbyes. And I love um that the war doctor says, I hope I can be half the man you are, Clara. Yes. And I'm like, <laughs> nailed it. And then he we he regenerates, so then we get his regen and he's like, Oh, I guess that makes sense. Mm-hmm. He's had his run. He's had his run, and we kind of sort of see him start to regenerate into nine. And Oh, and, and he makes a comment about the ears. Yes, which is so funny. That's uh, brilliant. And we find out that he will not remember it, and neither will ten. Yes. And uh, the only shit, this is the line I always just go, okay. 
where he's like, <laughs> I, do, I don't want to go. And I'm like, all yes. right, show. Okay. <laughs> and then I love Matt, uh, Eleven's like, he's always saying that. And I'm like, he said it twice, that time and then the other time. <laughs> That's it. This is one time too far, I guess. One time too many, I guess. Yeah. And, oh, we find out about Trenzalore. We talk a little mm-hmm. bit about that some more. Um, and then, you know, Tenet leaves. And then Clara leaves. And um, we get... Uh, uh, <laughs> yes. The curator moment. The curator yeah, moment. Like, it's it. it got me again. Uh, it's the best. It's so good. And I'm I'm almost cannot talk about it right now. It's, um, I mean, it is it is as good as watching any of the, like... You know, Merry Christmas, Happy Doctor Who Day messages that Tom Baker puts out on his like Facebook page, yes. which are always delightful. It's just so good. It's just so, just so good. And it I, is. I, I don't even know how to put it. Like, just it's just like, oh, I could, I maybe I am you, and it's just like, oh, <laughs> you know, it's just like a fun, <laughs> a fun moment between one of the best doctors. <sighs> And uh, my doctor, so yeah. I mean, I I enjoyed that a lot. It was just completely very fun. Um, yeah, just a good time, <laughs> just a good time. And he's like, "Don't you?" It's and it's and we find out. I love that we find out that he's the one that brought it there, basically, right? The painting. Mm-hmm. And I also love that mainly because we we have one of the best Doctor Who stories is tied in with paintings as well. Mm-hmm. That's true. So it's just like, <laughs> oh, that's even better. I love this even more. <laughs> and uh, we find out the the full title is Gallifrey Falls No More, which is you know fitting. Mm-hmm. And um, then we just get that nice little shot at the end of all the doctors standing around. Oh yeah, it's still one of my favorites. Um, I think that was our Facebook header for a while. Uh huh. Actually, our Facebook header needs a bit of an update. I, think. I agree. We should do that. We'll figure that out. And uh, we find out that he's going the long way around, and mm-hmm. just very, very good, very fun. Yes, holds up still. Ah, uh, good stuff. Totally. And 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 I think you made the perfect choice of an episode to lead us up to Christmas. Yes, thank you. And it was a last minute one as well. Completely. So next time. Next week. Next week. We are so close. Next time. Uh, literally, I'm looking at the clock. A week minus 10 minutes. A week minus 10 minutes. Uh, so next time, uh, we will be watching Twice Upon a Time, starring Peter Capaldi as the Doctor and David Bradley as the Doctor, and introducing Jodie Whittaker as the Doctor. Uh, and Pearl Mackey is Bill and Mark Gatiss as the captain and is directed by Rachel Talele? Talele. Talele. Yeah, that's how Mike taught us to pronounce it. That's how Mike taught us to pronounce Talele. Hi, Mike. Hello, Mike. And uh, written by the Grand Moff Steven. And uh, oh boy, that should be... I'm getting nervous, like, talking about it. No, I hear you. you. I mean, do you remember when it was like we finally got to the end of season 10 and it's like, all right, we got a lot of episodes we can talk about between now and Christmas. And so this is Christmas. And here we are. Yeah. Um, I would also like to point out we've almost bridged the gap between this podcast being week to week um, 
so I mean, we started with Capaldi. Yes, that those were our first episodes, like week yeah. to week, and Time of the Doctor kind of bridged us in. I mean, we haven't we haven't done. Uh, I'm sorry, Day of the Doctor kind of bridges us in. We haven't done Time, mm-hmm. but man, we're. Uh, I honestly don't know if I could watch Time again. I mean, yeah, I I can have to work myself up to it. Yeah, but anyway, we're just fill we're filling in our. Uh, I don't know what kind of card Score, is this scorecard scorecard here. So uh, yeah, we'll be back next week. Um, I'm sure we will have a lot to say. Yeah, maybe not as many story notes, but maybe not. But we'll we'll see. So uh, you can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Uh, just search the Podcastica. Follow me on Twitter at JP Thrice and follow Taylor on Twitter. At Apex Buddha. Subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher. Uh, search Podcastica. Rate and review us as well. And also subscribe to us on SoundCloud. SoundCloud.com slash the N-O-T-L-G. Uh, N-O-T-L-G.spreadshirt.com. Buy one of our Podcastica shirts. Uh, buy one of those Future of Time and Space is female shirts. Because the future is next week. So yeah. uh, <laughs> Future's coming up. The, yes, the future is it's coming up fast. Get on the train. Uh, Patreon.com slash N-O-T-L-G. Uh, if you want to donate to us, we would appreciate that. We'll give you a shout yeah, out. That'd be cool. Uh, check out the Y-Axes. Twitter.com slash the Y-Axes. Facebook.com slash the Y-Axes. Uh, the Y-Axes.bandcamp.com. And they're also on Spotify. So join us again next week as we talk about the Christmas special and the last episode of Peter Capaldi's run as the doctor twice upon a time. <sighs> I know, I know. And sorry, sorry. Go ahead. And we will uh, talk to you guys then. See ya. See ya. That's great. Here's some here's some ramen noodles of regeneration. Yes. This has been a night of the living geeks production. For more information and content, visit NLTLG.com.